Hello and welcome to Nerd Girl Musings Podcast. My name is Jen and I'm so glad you're here. So part of the reason that I had created this podcast was to be able to talk about movies, books, TV shows, things that really got me excited to talk about that sometimes I don't always find the same audience with people that I interact with every day. Um, So to be able to share my thoughts and my um, observations from movies, TVs, and books, and things that really get me excited when I watch some of these things or when I'm reading them. Uh, But then the other reason for the podcast really is to document life, experiences, things that are my story, things that are a part of my life and make up who I am. And so I feel like this is a good time to share kind of some stuff that's currently going on. Um, Things are going well. I have been full-time with one company now for uh, just about a year. I'm just shy of a year. I hit my three-year anniversary with that company actually today. So um, that's pretty exciting. And it it was a big risk jumping away from a company that I had been with for so many years to leave that security that I thought I had and and go strive for something new. And somebody asked me the other day, they said, what do you like about your job? And it it took me back and uh, and I had to think about it a minute. And there, there is a lot of skills that I believe I've been able to enhance. And I have been challenged in ways that I never, never was challenged before. And I've been in management roles for two decades, and this is a very different ball of wax. Um, And I am responsible for things solely to get a, a result and trying things to figure out what works, to motivate people, to get them excited. That's what I love. I'm having a blast. And, you know, just like with anything else, you can love what you do. And and some days you're just like, oh, God, I got to go to work today. But for the most part, the the team that I'm with is just phenomenal. And I would not trade them for anything. And I I have seen that there's so much more to the world than than what I had been in before. And That gives me so much hope for my life, for the future, for others. And it's just a really cool thing to be involved with. So work is going phenomenally. Um, My folks were here a couple of weeks ago for their final trip before they take off to Florida visit. And I think I've talked about it before where these visits in particular are pretty stressful for me, simply for the reason that given my dad's age, I always, I always feel like, is this the last one? And I know that sounds morbid and we never know. I mean, somebody can be taken at 25 years old. We're not guaranteed anything. And I get that. And that's not, that's not what I mean, but I recognize and acknowledge the fact that my father is 86 years old, and I have been so fortunate 
to have him in my life for 45 years. And the, the idea that eventually he will not be here is somewhat overwhelming to me. And we always know our parents are going to go at some point. That's not, you know, we just know that. And for some reason, just in the last few years, the anxiety around it has really amped up for me. And this particular visit was very fast. Um, they, they were trying to get here before they leave for the winter. Uh, my work schedule is quite hectic this time of year, so finding um, days off, I, I generally do not do two days off in a row. Um, I'm the kind of person that likes to work a day or two and then have a day and then work two or three and then have a day. So um, finding a time for them to come uh, was was challenging. So the end of October, they came. Uh, they'll be leaving here actually Monday to head down south. And um, when they were here, we were talking through things like, at what point... Do you stop driving down to Florida? As an 86-year-old, I've seen them take this, this trip, and it used to be like a two-day trip. Now it's like a four-day trip to get down there and to get back. And, um, you know, if you can think of all the packing you need to do for a road trip for a week and multiply that times the fact that you're going somewhere for four or five months, the amount of packing and getting your home ready for you to be gone for that length of time is substantial. And I've mentioned it before to them, but I, I got a little bit more serious about it this year when I said, hey, you know, I can drive your van back and forth with all your stuff in it, and you guys can fly. It'll be much easier on you. It's faster. You don't need to worry about it. I don't have to worry about you driving. And you know, they said, well, you know, maybe we'll, we'll get to that point. And my dad has made a lot of comments in the last few months about, I don't know how much longer we're going to go down to Florida. And I thought that was kind of odd. And um, I guess in my mind, I think if you, the whole idea of leaving the northern state for a southern one in the wintertime is that you don't have to deal with winter. When it comes to a point that you don't feel that you can drive back and forth, you pick the southern location and you move. Like that's what I guess I had anticipated or thought they would do at some point. And my mom had made comments. She has a sister that lives in the Carolinas and, um, they had made a comment of trying to move down there, and I fully support that, and I think that would be a great idea. My aunt is also a former nurse, so I know medically they'd be in great hands. I wouldn't have to worry about that. And I had made a comment to my mom that I thought it was strange. He commented so much during that time on, I don't know how much longer we're going to go to Florida. I don't know how long we'll do this, that kind of thing. And she shared with me her thought is that he has recently come to the realization that 
he is 86. He will turn 87 in February. And for some reason this year, it has really dawned on him that that is his age. And despite all of his doctors assuring him that he is in great health and he is very spry for his age, and and I would say he hasn't looked like an 86-year-old for probably 84 years. Um, In the last one to two years, I've really seen him decline. I've seen him get slower, as one does. I mean, it's expected. And she thought that his biggest fear that he has shared with her is that while they're down in Florida, he will pass away and my mother and I will have to worry about how do we get him back to Michigan and that we would resort to cremation, which he does not want. He has made very, very clear. And that's that's kind of why he has been more resistant this year to going down because he just he does not want something to happen down there that we then have to deal with that. And so when we were sitting around in their hotel room and chatting, we were actually very engrossed in a trial that was happening in Wisconsin at the time and um they shared that they were going to be in the Carolinas for a month before heading to Florida, which is also another big change for them. They've never done that. They're going to stay a couple of weeks with my aunt, and then December, they're going to rent a condo down there, stay for a whole month before heading further down. And this was just, like I said, end of October. And last night... I was chatting on the phone with them, and I said, you know, I've been thinking a lot about this, and if your days are limited down in Florida and you don't know how many more years you will go, what if we did like a three- or four-day Caribbean cruise? They're right near some of the ports. They have two ports within an hour's drive each, either way, and Caribbean cruises, super cheap to do a three-, four-day. You know, you can get them for a couple hundred bucks. Um And I thought, you know, what a great way to kind of have, again, I don't want to sound morbid, but to have that final memory, that, that last hurrah type of thing. We did that when I was in college, we took a final vacation as a family and the last, uh, cruise that my parents and I went on, um, was I think at this point, like five, six years ago now. And So I brought this up to them yesterday, and at first my dad said, well, I don't know that that's something that that we've talked about doing or that we're interested in doing anymore, which again, big uh, red flag for me because they love cruising. There were some years they would go on four of them in a season, and... My dad had health problems a few years ago, and they ended up having to cancel this lifelong trip that they had planned on going to Australia. And I know they're still upset about it. I know my mom, that's like my mom's dream trip, and they they had to cancel. And it seems like that was the point where they no longer 
wanted to do these things. And I don't know if it's really both of them. I think it's really my dad. I mean, my mom is 75, so she's still young enough to get around and do things, but she has her own health challenges currently and um, is not big on large walking adventures or anything like that. But, you know, as if you've ever gone on a cruise, you can you can go on so many different excursions that you can do riding in a bus or doing a Segway or riding in a carriage or something. You don't have to walk. And all the cruises I've ever been on, I see people in their 80s and 90s all the time. And I actually just said to my partner the other day, if I die or when I die, I want to die living. I want to be doing things that I love to do. And I want to go out with a bang. I mean, if you got to drop dead, I would rather it be in the Caribbean having a blast. Um, but maybe I will feel different in 40 years when I get to that age. And maybe I'll see things in a very different lens then. And so after I had brought this up and we kind of talked about it a little bit and they were like, well, you know, we didn't think we were going to do that anymore. And they, they just were really kind of noncommittal, which was also different. Um, they then sprang it on me that they're no longer going to go to Florida, that this will be their final year. And the only thing I could think of to say at the time was just, wow. Um, and when I hung up the phone with them, I, I went through this whole range of emotion, and which kind of caught me off guard. Um, and I don't know if it was the acknowledgement of the age of my parents and that the next five to 10 years could be very different for me. Um, you know, it, it was one of those things where I, I actually, I was up until almost two o'clock this morning because I just, I couldn't sleep. I was wrapping my head around this next phase in life for them. And I fully support, and I don't care where they want to go spend their retirement years. Um, I just worry that in Michigan, you get snow and ice, and you're not going to get out and do things outside, um, and that they will get to this point where they are more homebound, and that's when... I, I feel your health deteriorates when you're not getting out, when you're not moving, when you're not getting together with friends and, and company and enjoying all the things that life has still to offer you, that's when you decline. And that's when I see people go from that young looking 70 to that old looking 70. And I don't, I don't know what that means for them. And you know, they, I had made comments about, you know, well, why don't you just move south? Go move by my mom's sister. Go, you know, go move to the Carolinas. And, well, you just, you just don't pick up your house and move when you're 86. And I said, sure you do. 
You hire 18-year-olds to load a truck for you, and off you go. And I volunteered to go home and help them pack and move the heavy stuff if that was their dream. And I, I just can't imagine that this is where that dream ends for them. And it makes me sad. And it makes me sad for what I know they could still do. And my dad had made comments last night that, well, my, my grandpa was 82 when they decided to stop going to Florida. And so the fact that he's now 86, he made it five more years. And I know that that has always been a barometer for him of how long did my mom and dad do this? How long did they do that? How long did they live? And I know that's on his mind. And I I don't know that there's anything I can do to help him through that other than to just be here and visit when I can. And... I imagine that um, if they if they stay in Michigan, I'll be having to make wintertime drives over there next year. Um, and that just makes me sad because I know how much they enjoyed it down there. Um, just a couple of years ago, they were shuffleboard champions and they were super excited about that. My mom has a little screened-in porch that she spends hours every day putting together a puzzle. And it's a nice quiet space for her. And I know how much she loves that. And so I feel sad for them in this phase of life that they feel they cannot do or no longer want to do the things that once they did. And the other thing that I think plays into it, because while they were here, they received I was quite astounded by how many different text message messages they received about people that had passed away just in the last few days. And so maybe they're seeing all of their friends are not going to make it down there anymore. And, you know, if all your friends are no longer there, maybe, maybe you no longer want to go. I don't know. But I can't imagine staying home in the winter where there's nobody there either will be any fun. So I worry that this will age them faster, that they'll limit themselves even more, and that makes me sad. So, like I said, I wanted to make sure that I share some of these trials of life. I I know that the alternative to having a parent 86 years old and the challenges that come through when they get up there in age, I will be thankful every day for every one of those as opposed to the alternative of not getting to see them be this age. And it also makes me sad because the relationship that I have with my parents is difficult to at best most of the time. And so I'm trying to prepare my heart, my head, 
for what happens after my dad is gone. And I know that with the relationship that my mother and I have, we will just cease to talk anymore because that's not the kind of relationship that her and I have. And I see families that the mother-daughter relationship is strong and I, I'm jealous of that. And I look at my partner who lost their mother at age 52 and I know they would give everything for another day. And here I sit saying, you know, it's a rough patch for us. And so I realized that I am privileged to have them both in my life still. There's a cost to it. But I'm trying to prepare for those moments that I know are coming. I can't stop them. I know that will it will happen. Um, and some days I do better at preparing myself than others. And... So for those of you that also are fortunate enough to watch your parents' age, um, you know, these are the the challenges I know I have. I don't know if there's any advice anyone has for me on how to maneuver through that stage, but it's an adjustment and... Um, we'll have to see how this winter goes and it just makes it a bittersweet winter for them. I think knowing that they leave in just a couple of days and that this will be their final trip and I want to make sure that they have all the memories that they can build while they're there. And so I'm hopeful that I'll be able to convince them to go on some kind of a, a trip with me while they're there, but we'll have to see. But that's, that's where I'm at today. That's where my head is today. Um, I don't have anything more to share with that because my, my heart is just hurting. And I just need to work through this right now. Um, but we'll see what tomorrow brings. So that's all I've got for today. Take care and be well.